0: Hey, it's Obi Malofano, former safety from UConn, and you're listening On the Fin Side. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. side. It ain't the left left
1: side. Welcome back to another episode of On the Fin Side. This is Paul Pickett, Jr. Today we continue our NFL Draft Prospect interviews with UConn cornerback and recent Dolphins visit, Javon Williams. Make sure you follow our show on YouTube, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. And also follow us out on Facebook and Twitter shavon man huge thanks for joining us today how you doing man
0: i'm doing phenomenal thank you for having me uh it's been a pleasure and uh i'm excited you know this process is ongoing and uh you know just so surreal you know i remember dreaming about this (laughs) daydreaming about this in middle school on my desk and you know now it's happening just don't know you know just don't know the unexpected and you know just excited
1: you know excited Hey, we're, we're excited for you. I know I've gotten a little closer look at seeing you play, getting to watch some of your games up at UConn, and uh, r- really pulling for you here. I was excited to see you down in Miami in uh, the practice bubble last week. Uh,
0: oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I was excited to be there in the practice bubble. It was, uh, it was like uh, I remember rooting and watching Miami Dolphins growing up, and, you know, this is my backyard, you know, from Delray Beach, Florida, a lot of people don't know that. I'm born and raised in Delray Beach, and uh, just being able to to go to Miami, and just have to take that opportunity. It's just uh, it's exciting, you know. Got to compete with a lot of guys. I played with guys like uh, Will Likely, Tremaine McCullough. There's a lot of guys from high school. Uh, also, a lot of guys I, I played against. Uh, Stacey Coley had a, a group of. Uh, Guys from Miami, guys from all over, you know, FSU all over. It was exciting. Got to uh, compete with the best of the best.
1: And you also had a few of your UConn guys down there with you. Oh yeah, oh yeah,
0: John Green, Bobby Puglio. You know, Bobby Puglio is a Delaware kid. He's a Palm Beach County kid, also. You know, John Green went out. John Green, you know, he's he's a great guy. Bobby Puglio, you know, he kicked really well. Uh, I was ex- ex- just excited to be there. Everybody looked good. Me and John Green got to show off our talent, you know, so I'm happy about that.
1: And I know Shane Day, who is one of the coaches with the Dolphins now, I know he coached up at UConn. Did yes, you get a sir. chance to talk to Shane while you were there? Oh, yes, I co- talked to Coach Day. Uh, Coach Day was
0: phenomenal. He, came, he ran right up to us, and he was uh, embraced us with open arms. And um, I was just excited to see him. He gave me his contacts. He told me if I needed something don't be a stranger. Um, Coach Day, you know, I haven't seen him forever. And just like, you know, he he was just, you know, happy, happy for the success of
1: everybody. And um, I'm just, just thrilled to be here, you know. I know we'll dive a little more into that. Want to talk a little bit about your college career. One thing I got to ask you about, I know the number six up at UConn is special uh, after everything that happened with Jasper Howard. I know a lot of NFL fans kinda of got awareness of that this past year when Antonio Brown had the oh, Jasper yeah. Howard cleats on. What can you tell us about what went into wearing that number?
0: Oh, wearing that number is uh so surreal. What Jasper Howard did at U University of Connecticut and um like a lot of people idolized him. Even you you look just bigger and just UConn. Like you just said, Antonio Brown. He was when uh he uh did something with his cleats during the, um he did the cliques. he drew uh, Jasper Howard you know on the cliques during the playoffs uh, everybody knows about who Jasper Howard is and his legacy and what he stood for and played played like it was his last and um just uh it was just a, a great opportunity for me but um for me to what that number actually I uh, I messaged the team mom Lisa Larry she cuz I actually I made a photo somebody created a photo for me with the number six on it and, and i put it up there on my facebook and then she saw that because so uh, we added each other on um facebook and she saw that and then uh she she knew i wanted to wear number six and i wanted to wear it and i asked her about it and then um i spoke to the coaches and coach uh coach don brown coach pascaloni and uh, the family and they they let me wear it. they're happy to let me wear it and um I'm just happy to wear it and and, and move on his legacy, and I, and that was
1: exciting for me. You're 5'10", 190. A lot of times you see cornerbacks that size don't really excel in run support. But one thing that I, I always noticed that jumped out about you is, is you definitely kind of bucked that trend. You're always coming up in run support. I know you've had a couple yeah. of 10-tackle games in your career, had 55 oh. tackles, which is kind of high for a corner out there. What can you tell us about that aspect of your game?
0: Oh, oh, I could definitely tackle. Uh, I'm not afraid to put my nose in and on, on the ball. And um, if a lot of teams, whoever get to watch my film, they're gonna see that. And uh, watch my game. Like you've been to a few of our games, and uh, I'm just excited. You know, uh, I, I'm, I'm lo- I love to you know put my nose on the ball in the ball. I'm I'm just I f- I feel like that's one of my upsides of uh, of playing football and playing defensive back because a lot of people don't like to tackle, and uh, I don't mind it. I like to hit, you know. So uh, I'm a, I like to put my nose on the ball. So uh, I like to tackle. So a lot of corners can't say that. I I feel like I do that really well. Like you just said. And, um, you know,
1: I play to my strengths, you know. Speaking of strengths, what would you say, and I know part of improving is always being able to identify both your strengths and weaknesses. What would you say is, A, your biggest strength that corner, and B, the area that you think you need the most improvement on? Well,
0: you know, I'm a am um, a four year starter, you know. I started as a shirt freshman. Well, I played a lot as a fresh freshman, started a lot of games and uh, I got a lot of uh, I got a lot of experience. So uh experience, you know, there's not a lot I haven't seen. I know how to prepare the right way, I know I, I know how to do all the small things right. You know, going to U University of Connecticut, like you 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 do all the little things right and you and at the end of the day you hope to be successful. And then uh, I think that's one of the biggest things I'll take away from the University of Connecticut. Knowing how to practice the right way, knowing how to go go through the film and go through the film and understand what I'm looking at, and and that would be like my biggest strength for me. I feel like my weakness, I, I would really want to say I have a weakness, but um, I'll say I like the NFL speed because I haven't gotten there, so I can't say I know what the speed looked like, you know.
1: Where do you envision yourself at the next level? Do you see yourself starting on the outside? Do you see yourself starting in the nickel? I know a lot of teams are in the nickel up to sixty percent of the time these days. Where do you really see yourself at that next level?
0: See, that's a great question because I feel like I can play whatever teams want me to play. If they want me to play nickel, they want me to play on the outside. I can do it. I think I'm a corner. I I know I could play corner, but um, I'm not gonna limit myself at all. If they want me to play nickel, I can play nickel. They want me to play base, true corner. I can play base, true corner. I got four years worth of tape there, you know. So, uh, like I said, uh, I I feel like I can do pretty much whatever the the teams want me to do. But I like to play on the outside.
1: Byron Jones, Bleedy Ray Wilson, Dwayne Gratz, and a number of others. There's a lot of secondary guys in the NFL. That you've played with. What have you taken sure. away from them, and have you have you gotten any, say, feedback from them on the process and, and what to expect at uh, this level? Uh, the
0: process. Uh, actually, I spoke to Byron Jones. I spoke to Bleedy Ray Grax. So I spoke, you know, all those my guys. Uh, Darius Butler a few times. Uh, McLean. Um, this process, uh, just enjoy the process, you know. it's nothing like the process. The process only helps you. And um, also, uh, just talk, uh, finding one team to like you. It's 32 teams in the NFL. Just about finding one team that would like, fall in love with me. And um, that's what I'm, you know, that's the process, you know. You know, cut down the process. Just uh, get better every day, you know. Not looking for. you know, just enjoying the process, you know. Going day by day, you know.
1: I do. What are some goals that you've set for yourself at the next level?
0: Just going there and competing, competing at the best of my ability and uh, being the best player I can be. You know, not putting too much stress on it. You know, it's football at the end of the day. I've been playing football since I was five years old. So uh, not, you know, putting too much stress on it and uh, just going out, flying around and uh, enjoying and playing and having fun. Get back to playing football and having fun, and you know, because football is a fun game. And I I just can't wait to play. I can't wait to know who I'm going to be playing for, what uniform I'll be in. And, You know, so I just can't wait. i wish I wish it was some way that i you know that I know you know a little sooner, but uh, I'm just enjoying the process put one one day at a time one one foot in front of the other.
1: We all know the dolphins have spoken to you. they've had you in for a visit. Have you heard from many other n f l teams out there?
0: Oh actually, i have I've spoken to a lot of teams actually i don't I'm not even gonna just name them. I've spoken to is pretty much all thirty two teams there, and also uh I played in a Tropic game, a Tropic Bowl game, uh, Daytona, Florida. I spoke to a couple teams there. So you're really not knowing where you're going to go or who, you know, because, you know, it's a business. You you never know where you're going to end up or uh, what team likes you the most. Everybody likes you right now. You hear the same thing from each team. Everybody likes you. They're interested. They're going to be in close contact. But I wish I could, you know, point a finger and tell you where I'm going to land. But, um, you know, that's not the case right now. I just get, get up every day and work harder and harder. But, uh, you know, you know, just keep working. That's all I can do.
1: And I'm going to tailor this next question to the Dolphins, even though it really would apply to any NFL team. Chris Greer is sitting in the war room on draft day. He's got your name and his three other names sitting in front of him trying to make a decision. If you had the opportunity to talk to him right then and there, what would you tell him as to why he should select you? Honestly,
0: I'm going to tell him that uh, 41 games starts, you know, you don't start 41 games by accident. You know, men lie, women lie, but numbers don't lie. And uh, I'm a blue collar kid. I'm a hard worker. I went to University of Connecticut. I do things the right way. Uh, I'm not a troublemaker. I stay out of trouble. And uh, he's not going to draft anybody, anybody like myself who's going to go to work every day and give him the same Consistency and being on time. I'm not a troublemaker. I love. I have. I'm passionate for the game, and I. I think I'm one of the top corners in the draft class, and um, I'll just let my uh, my work do all the speaking for itself.
1: If you did end up on Miami, you'd be playing alongside Byron Maxwell and, and really a glut of young corners. In Xavier Howard, Tony Lippitt, guys that have gone through recently, pretty much the process that you're going to be going through over the next year. What would you look to take away from guys like Maxwell and Lippitt and, and Howard? Oh, them
0: guys are veterans. They know how to do it the right way. They know how to practice. Maxwell, he was actually in Seattle for a few years, uh, for for a few seasons. I mean, uh, those are guys who know what they're doing. They they know how to they know how to practice. They know how to be successful. And uh, I just want to learn, you know, be a sponge, you know, soak up everything that I can learn from them guys and then, um, and just compete and, you know, put my own spin to it, you know, but, uh, I'll just be excited to learn from them and, you know, do the right, do things the right way and, um, and go from there.
1: What advice would you give to young players out there that that want to follow in the footsteps to go to a good school and play ball, go on to the NFL level? What advice would you tell them?
0: The advice I'll tell them is the sky's the limit. Don't do ne- never, never, never be themselves. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people that they're going to meet Throughout the process throughout their lives and who's going to tell them that they're not big enough they're not strong enough they're not fast enough and just never listen to them you know because it's going to be those uh, naysayers and just every day you got to prove them uh, you got to go to work to make them you got to prove them guys wrong you know and, and and honestly I also tell them your family you know you're doing it for your family your support system everybody who represents you know who believes in them and so uh that's what I'll that's what I'll tell the young guys and and make sure they get them good grades, man. Grades take you a long way.
1: This is getting bigger and bigger every year in the NFL. I know, growing up in Delray, right in the Dolphins' backyard, or with them and yours, you've seen it yourself. Involvement in the community gets bigger and bigger every year. What can fans expect to see from you at a community level?
0: Oh well, I'm well. Actually, I give back. It, you know, I'm in my community often. I uh, I talk to the kids. I do a lot. I do a lot. Cause this is my community. It's all guys that. I you know, little kids that I grew up with, kids that look up to me. I like I get phone calls from kids that are high school, kids in middle school. I like to go back. Actually, uh, Craven LeBlanc, uh, we went to a detention center spoke to a few kids too. So uh, I'm in the, I'm in my community. I'm in my community a lot, and you know, it all starts within your community, your background, and uh, in your backyard. And so you uh, know, so I think if I started in my community, and then I could, you know go elsewhere and make everywhere. You know. And give everybody else the advice, but uh, I'm in my community a lot, and uh, you know I, I I have to make my place a better, you know, for everybody, you know. So uh, they can expect a lot of big things out of me within my uh,
1: within the community. I'm gonna give you a soapbox here. You can promote anything you need to promote that you've got going on. You can thank anybody you want to thank. Basically, you can tell people how to follow you out there. Floor's yours for that. Go for it, man.
0: They can follow me on Instagram at Javon Six O J H A V O N
1: six and my Twitter. I think is
0: Javon Williams one, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, you might have to fix that for me. And I like to thank everybody (laughs) I like to thank all my family, my friends, my mother, my father, uh, my grandparents, everybody who believes in me, uh, my godparents, I don't know if i said them, my coaches, my high school coaches, every everybody who ever believed in me, who helped in me to get to where I'm at right now.
1: And last question for you here, Siobhan. and this is one that nobody gets away from this show without answering. We asked Obiet recently. We've asked. Dolphins CEO Tom Garfinkel, former Dolphins players, current players, you name it. Everybody on the show has got to answer it. You game? I'm game. All right. So you roll up to a red light down there in that beautiful Florida weather. You've got your windows down. You've got your phone or your iPod plugged into your stereo. You've got it on shuffle with every song being game on that iPod. One Mm -hmm. song ends, the next song is about to start. What is the one song you've got on your music player? that you pray does not come on with those windows down and that, that, that red light? Uh,
0: one song that I pray that I have on my playlist, that's a good mm-hmm. question. To be honest, oh uh, gosh.
1: We all got one.
0: Honestly, I don't know because <laughs> actually I have Apple Music. So, okay. uh, so I just put I Actually, I go Apple Music and I just put it on the artist and I just let him flow. But uh, I don't know. That's a good question.
1: Man, because we've had a few defensive linemen pull out the big T Swift fan thing. as, oh, see, as well. I'm so. not going
0: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not ashamed to say I'm a Taylor Swift fan. She has a few hot tracks. I like mm-hmm. everybody. Beyonce. Uh, lyrically, uh, they got good music. They got good music.
1: I'm, I'm with uh, you. I'm, it's just it, it's one of those things you see you see a big NFL player out there stinging along and kind <laughs> of go, Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: actually, actually, I got one song. All right,
1: what you got for us?
0: A Thousand Miles for Vanessa Carlton. Ooh. Uh, That's the song I wouldn't want to play. You heard? All right.
1: Yep. All right, yeah. I can roll with that. that,
0: But it's a good song, though. But if my window's down, I'm on South Beach getting ready to pull up into the facility and go to work. I wouldn't want my teammates hearing me. Me jamming that
1: Alright man Well hey Javon Big thank you from us For joining us today man It's uh, glad to have you here We're gonna be pulling for you In this process For our listeners out there Make sure you follow Javon out on Twitter And on Instagram Follow our show as well On Spreaker YouTube iTunes Stitcher And more And you can follow us On Facebook and Twitter On behalf of myself On behalf of Brian Catanzaro. you listen to On the Fin side And if it is not On the right side It is not on the left side It is on the okay. Fin side So Lodi Take us home
0: Sends up it ain't the left
1: side
0: for the right side, and it must be the fence side. side. It ain't the left side for the right, right side, side, and it must be uh, the fence uh, side. Listen, the stands fans across the land all tuning in to see what Brian Cat and Paul
1: about to do. Saving money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip top shape.